0: Well, hello, everyone. My name is Roger Scott. I'm the head trader of Wealth Press. And today I want to talk about the global news, but most importantly, we've got important data. We've got economic data, we've got jobless claims, and I've got a new setup for you. But let's start out with the global market events that happen overnight, and then we'll get into all of the... Uh, we'll, we'll start with the forest, and then we'll get into the trees. So let's get into it right now. So european shares opened higher thursday u.s futures also advanced it wasn't a very very active day even though earnings are in full season investors have been sizing up mixed corporate earnings and flaring tensions between us and china folks we're at it again the ben- benchmark shanghai composite gave up early gains further roiling already fractious relations the u.s ordered china to close its consulate in houston that's not good saying it was necessary to protect American intellectual property. Oh yeah, it's like that. China said it would retaliate. And there was speculation that U.S. consulate in Wuhan, Central China might be ordered to close. I'm pretty sure they're going to do that. They're pretty spiteful, those rascals. But the Hong Kong newspaper, South China Morning Post quoted unnamed source said China consulate, U.S. consulate in Chengdu, its Western Chinese Shuan providence would be the one targeted for closure. Either way, this is not good friction between china and us right now right before the elections and during this COVID 19 pandemic is not good for anyone antagonisms are bound to heat up oh yeah we're about to start getting messy out there as presidential contender biden and trump ramp up their campaigns Oh what a period we live in right i mean you couldn't make a better movie about this you got the trade war tension between china and us You've got this COVID-19 and you've got the elections. I mean, what could be next, right? Shanghai Stock Exchange added companies from its technology board to the Shanghai Composite Index on Wednesday, its first major change in three decades. That's pretty interesting. We make changes all the time. I mean, maybe once every quarter or two, but that's interesting. To help better reflect business performance, companies that receive financial warnings will be removed from the index. The waiting period for adding newly traded stocks will be extended for as little as a few days, not expecting a major uh, difference there. So far, going back to the U.S. markets, earnings have come out moderately better than expected. But keep in mind, the expectations have been worked so much lower. Discord between Republicans and Democrats over more financial aid to American U.S. businesses is another worry as states grapple with rebounds in COVID-19 cases. Last I heard, California and Florida is just doing bad. Gold is actually holding up pretty well. I told you it would. And as a matter of fact, I think there's a lot more to go. And crude oil is holding on above $40, which is very important because it doesn't help US companies make money, but it causes them to prevent bleeding because their cost for oil is very, very close. Now, before I get into the nitty gritty, I want to show you something that I am very, very nervous about. And yes, I talk about this all the time. And I'm going to talk about it again. Why? Because look at this. Look at this, folks. NASDAQ 100, look at this. I want to show you this. This is the 50-day line. We are so close, it's sick. Look at this. And we're now heading back there. We've never went this high. We've came down just a little bit. And now we're starting to come up how often do you see us holding above 90th percentile tell me this is going back to 2007 what happens every time not once in a while not half the time not three quarters of the time not nine out of ten times every time what happens every time the nasdaq 100 the the number of stocks goes to 100 or 90 percentile on the 50-day moving average. It comes down. It comes down all the way. And we're stretched out again. We went like this. It can't go much further back. So I'm very, very nervous about this. Moreover, oh yeah, yeah, this is where the heartburn starts. 200-day moving average, 80th percentile. And now we're almost at that stretch point. Now, when we go above 85th percentile on the 200-day, do you ever see us coming above and not coming down all the way it happens and then it comes down the point is the market is stretched out momentum levels are stretched out which means you've got to be extra selective moreover i wanted to wait for the jobless claims the biggest report to come out we're now finally for the first time in over a month we're now above the moving average the moving average is 1.375 million we're at 1.416 million that's not good we're closer to the upper end of the expectation and the consensus was 1.3 million, we came in at 1.416. Now, I'm not gonna make a big stink about this because, well, I mean, when you're talking 1.3 million, 1.5 million, the biggest potential jobless claim numbers in history or the worst numbers we've seen since I was born, you know, we went from the best numbers before I was born to the worst numbers, it's, it's ironic, really. But I don't like the fact that we're finally above the moving average. The moving We've been below the moving average for several weeks now. Almost the entire time, or at least the majority of the time post-February. But now we're getting above that. So fundamentals are also not, not so pretty. So again, I'm not liking the global markets. The NASDAQ 100, the, the number of stocks trading above the 200-day moving average, is nosebleed levels. The number of stocks trading above the 50-day line is beyond those bleed levels. It's just, it can't go anywhere. So I am a slightly getting slightly neutral to bearish on the tech sector. But today I wanna to talk about a setup. This is one of my favorite setups, it's called 4x4. And this setup is how I determine if a stock is pulling back, but very strongly. What we're looking for is three days for a stock to make a high, And then three down days and for the stock to go up again and it happened this time and it didn't really pull back that far and i'm liking this setup right now it looks like a nice little ascending triangle it's a nice little ascending triangle so what i would do is i would put a buy stop and again garmin is a more broader based it's more for active it's not really for cars because most cars have navigations but it's mostly for active people and right now we're in the middle of summer and people are active and they're looking for navigation systems and so forth and Garmin is the leader. And I would put a buy stop right around the 101.60 level and I would put a stop loss right below the 96 level. 95.80 maybe, 95, right around here. 95.75. But a buy stop right at the 101.75 level on a stop and a liquidation right at the 95.75 level and I think you're going to get a two-for-one profit on this. Now, if you look at the profile of the stocks, like earning estimates, you could see it's had earning surprises, four positive quarters. It's got a high profit target of $118 a share. It's right now at $101 a share. And if you look at the profile of the stock, one-year return, three-year return, five-year return, everything is positive. I like that. Now, let's look at, analyst ratings not so great moderate not really anything crazy which i don't i don't really blame right now but again i like the stock i like the way it's breaking out it's attracting some investors right now ticker symbol g r m g r m n and again the reason why i like it is because it has three down days and an up day after making a high the other stock that's doing that right now these are this is my list of stocks that are doing it's called four x four is a stock that I talked about the other day. It's called Lennar Lennar Homes. And I I like home builders right now. Again, it had a peak up. It had three down days, three days of closing lower, and then again, it's up again. So it has to make a swing high, and then it has to close lower three days in a row, and it did. It closed here at the high, and then here it closed near the low, and then it goes lower, lower, and then it's back up again. And here, I would look at a buy stop, around 72 level, right around here, 72.10 maybe. And I would put a liquidation stop at the 60, $61 level. I think the stock has a lot more to go. If I was to choose between two stocks, Lennar and, I keep calling it Gremlin. It's called Garmin, (laughs) Gremlin. Um, I would choose the, I would choose Lennar Homes. I like them both, but I would choose Lennar Homes and it has a high price target at 83 and it's at 70 right now this is a better performance long-term stock it has seven strong buyer recommendations earning estimates look at this the last earning surprises positive all double digits and mortgage mortgage applications for home builders and mortgage refinances home builders there's a lot of activity right now in residential real estate and i've been talking the stock up for a while so I like Lennar Homes better, but those are the two stocks that have the 4x4 four four pattern, and that's when we have a swing high, three lower closes, and the stock comes back up. So again, ticker symbol LEN, and the other one is ticker symbol GRMN. And I like them both quite a bit, but I like Lennar better. And most importantly, have a great day. Bye, everyone. Thanks for listening today. Make sure to subscribe to the Market Talk podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or whatever platform you're listening from today so you don't miss any important news regarding your money and your investments. Have a great rest of your day. My name is Roger Scott, and happy trading.